Persons listening to this show should experience varying degrees of euphoria and might radiate a warm glow of truth from their entire being. This phenomenon sometimes lasts hours after a typical brain massage. If you are listening with another Lights On listener and they begin to glow, don't be concerned. This is a phenomenon normally associated with Pastor Scheidbach's patented brain massage technique and merely means the truth has set them free. The devil beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello, I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor at the Lighthouse Baptist Church in Santa Maria, California, and your brain masseur, get ready for your brain massage. Merry Christmas, my friends. Let's talk about why we should use that greeting and use it uh, plentifully, please. And what is the promise of Christmas? Also, the brain masseur is going to read the Christmas story for you today. Hold on. Truth. Served here, flavored by delectable wit, delicious sarcasm, succulent sagacity, a gourmet meal for the mind. Merry Christmas. Why it's important that we use that traditional Christmas greeting. A substantial part of my answer to this question rests upon the Christmas story itself and its promise. Now, the following reading is excerpted from and adapted from the Bible account given in the Gospel of Luke. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. They were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child, because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. It came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, it was his turn to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside while he was in the temple at the time of incense. There appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of the prophet Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. As Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God and am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb, and not able to speak, until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. The people waited for Zacharias, and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned unto them, and remained speechless. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his service in the temple were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days his wife Elizabeth conceived, 
and hid herself five months, saying, Thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me, to take away my reproach among men. And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. The angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. When she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. The angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? The angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah, and she entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that, when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For, lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For, behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He has given help to his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary abode with Elizabeth about three months and returned to her own house. Now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered, and she brought forth a son. And her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her, and they rejoiced with her. And it came to pass that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they called him Zacharias after the name of his father. And his mother answered and said, Not so, but he shall be called John. They said unto her, There is none of thy kindred that is called by this name. And they made signs to his father how he would have him called. And Zacharias asked for a writing table, and wrote, saying, His name is John. And they marveled all. And his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue loosed, and he spake and praised God. 
and fear came on all that dwelt round about them, and all these sayings were noised abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all they that heard them laid them in their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father, Zacharias, was filled with the Holy Ghost, and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he sware to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his showing unto Israel. It came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. They came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. My friends, the father celebrated the birth of his son into the world in a grand way indeed, and declared his offer of peace on earth 
goodwill toward men. Hold on. I'll be right back. Merry Christmas, my friends. For anyone needing a last-minute gift for that special someone, Lighthouse Baptist Church is offering an outstanding discount on some of my most popular books. And if you order before the first, you can skip shipping. Just come by this Sunday if you want it in time for Christmas or any Sunday before the first and pick it up from our church bookstore. God's War, it's 500 pages, hardback, Smithsome. That means you won't break the spine of this book. It's top quality printing uh, with colored illustrations, a full index, and probably one of the most important books you'll read. It sells on Amazon and our bookstore for $22.95, and then you have to pay shipping. But you can get it for $11 if you order before the 1st, and you can pick it up this Sunday from the Lighthouse to have it in time for Christmas. And you can add Kingdom Power by Prayer and Fasting, by far my most popular title. It's a paperback, a small book, a short read, but an excellent read. It's $7.95 usually, but for Christmas, you can have it for $5. And then another very popular title, The New Cart Church. It's also a paperback, and this one usually sells for $16, but you can have it for $6. You can buy one or multiple copies of any one of these titles at these low prices. We have these in stock, and they're ready for pickup. So if you need to do some last-minute shopping and you want a great value, go to santamarialighthouse.org, find the bookstore, and order God's War and or Kingdom Power and or New Cart Church. And order as many as you want at these low prices. The offer will expire January 1st. So go to our website, santamarialighthouse.org. Go to the bookstore, find these books, add them to your cart, and at checkout, use the coupon... Ready? Here it is. Christ is King. All one word and all caps. Christ is King. Apply the coupon to receive the discount. Now this discount is available only to those who are able to come to the church bookstore to pick up their books. So when we get your order, we'll set aside your books at the bookstore, ready for you when you come by. And we hope to see you this Sunday between 9 and 1 p.m. Devil Beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello and welcome back. I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor at the Lighthouse, your brain masseur, and Paul Revere's lantern lighter, lighting the lamps of the church belfry arch, singling the enemies on the march, an enemy that would steal from us our liberties. Merry Christmas. Why it's important that we use this holiday greeting. Some of you remember the days before Trump when it was becoming increasingly uncomfortable to say Merry Christmas in public. You also probably remember that many were publicly advising against it. Store owners were instructing employees not to say it. Our public schools began forbidding celebration of the day our Lord was born. Some attempted to make it out to be racist to say it. And this goes back a ways, my friend. 1966, a racist activist invented a celebration to replace it called Kwanzaa. I've never gotten offended that somebody said, Happy Kwanzaa or Merry Kwanzaa. But you should know this was purposely invented by a guy named Karinga after the Watts riots, quote, as a non-Christian, specifically African-American holiday, end quote. His hatred for whites was expressed when he explained why he created the holiday. Quote, Karinga said his goal was to, quote, give black people an alternative to the existing holiday of Christmas and give black people an opportunity to celebrate themselves and their history rather than simply imitate the practice of the dominant society, end quote. Yeah. Karinga was part of the Black Panthers, by the way. 
which uh, is a racist terrorist group active back in the 60s, and he subscribed to the Marxist belief that, quote, you must have a cultural revolution before the violent revolution, end quote. Yeah. They started the violent revolution in the summer of, in the so-called summer of love, you remember. Uh, this was the beginning of a cultural attack on Christmas. It began as an anti-Christian and specifically an attack on American culture with the assumption that American culture is white culture and Christianity was white man's religion. Uh, now that's a lie and it brings me to the promise of Christmas. God the Father announced his intention for sending his son into the world. He declared his policy was on earth peace, goodwill toward men. In Matthew's gospel, he explained why he chose the name Jesus for his son. It's because he would save his people from their sins, Matthew 121. And by the way, quote, on earth peace, goodwill toward men, end quote, is the proper translation of the Greek text found in Luke's gospel. The idea that it should be translated, quote, peace toward men of goodwill, end quote, or quote, peace to those who have found favor with God, end quote, are fabrications intended to support a peculiar theological point of view. One is premised upon the idea that God's grace is earned by good works. So they change it from goodwill toward men to men of goodwill. The other is changed to support the idea that God did not send his son to die for the sins of the whole world, but only for the sins of the elect. Now understand, God named his son Jesus because he would save his people from their sins. So, who are his people? The Bible makes it clear that Jesus died not for our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world. 1 John 2, 1 and 2. Uh, That whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10, 13. That anyone who receives Jesus is born of the Spirit and made a child of God. John chapter 1, 13 and 3 verses 1 to 7. The Bible makes it clear that salvation is by grace through faith. It's the gift of God and it's not of works. Not by works of righteousness which we have done. The Bible makes this very, very clear. But anyway, back to my point. Peace on earth. God sent his son to remove the natural animus that exists between the races. He said, go ye therefore and teach all nations. That literally means all nationalities or every ethnicity. He said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, to put it together, it's clear Jesus was sent to save every person created by God. But the Bible says God will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Look, red and yellow, black and white, they are all precious in his sight. He was sent to bring peace, not racial hatred. He was sent to remove the old hatred between Ishmael and Israel, to heal the bitter centuries-old feud between the children of Ishmael, whether Shia or Sunni or otherwise, and their brothers from the same father, Abraham, descended from Isaac. Jesus came to bring peace. When a Jew confesses Jesus is Lord and receives their Messiah, and the Muslim confesses Jesus is Lord and receives the Messiah, The Jew and the Muslim become brothers in Christ, and they are reconciled, so making peace. That's what the Bible says. Christ was sent to make peace between the descendants of Abraham by Isaac and Ishmael, with the rest of the nations also, by the way. Paul spoke to this in Ephesians. He said, in Christ, 
you who were far off, that is outside of Abraham, those Gentiles who were not physical descendants of Abraham, the Bible says, were brought into the family by the blood Jesus shed on the cross. Quote, for he is our peace who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, end quote. He makes us all one new man, so making peace, the Bible says in Ephesians 2, 13 to 17. And now I'll tell you why we must never quit saying Merry Christmas. Jesus sent his spirit into the world. That's the spirit of Christ. It's the true spirit of Christmas, offering God's promise of peace on earth to all mankind. But there was another spirit active in the world. John called it the spirit of Antichrist. And Paul explained it as Satan, the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works through the children of disobedience, Ephesians 2, 1 and 2. This is the spirit uh, that, that incites racial hatred and division. This is the spirit that constantly agitates for war, that constantly works to divide us into competing camps that fight and war against one another. The spirit of Jesus Christ calls upon us to love one another, to speak peace to our neighbors. This is the spirit that hates it when we say Merry Christmas. They reject Jesus as Lord. They rage with the heathen and resent the rule of Christ in the world. But he is the ruler of the world. That's just a fact. And one day, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, right now, all men everywhere are commanded to confess that Jesus is Lord and believe he arose from the dead and call on his name to save them. And you are given the freedom to make up your own mind about that right now. You can reject the peace that he offers and you can go on finding reasons to hate one another and to keep feeding your children to the hatred and waste of endless wars. Or you can humble yourself now and join the kingdom of God and be a child of peace by accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You have the choice now, but that choice has an expiration date. It's the date he returns to the earth. Then you will be compelled to bow the knee and confess, but it will not be to your salvation. At that point, it will be to your damnation. So receive his offer today. Receive the gift of Christmas peace. Friend, we must never stop saying Merry Christmas. I saw a meme the other day depicting uh, one person saying Merry Christmas to the other and that other uh, responding with something to the effect that uh, I thought that Christianity thing was over. Uh, I thought we had gotten rid of Christians and Christianity, that, that kind of sentiment. And uh, to which the Merry Christmas wisher uh, replied with, well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> In other words, Christmas is still here, friend. Christ is the king of the world. He, uh, he whooped the devil, cast him out. Uh, Satan, who was prince of the world, is no longer. He's been demoted. He is now prince of the power of the air. Jesus Christ reigns over all the earth and all of heaven. He said, uh, after his resurrection, he said, All power, its authority, is given unto me in heaven and in earth. We must never submit to the spirit of Antichrist that hates Merry Christmas. Instead, we must boldly and with the joy of the Lord uh, say to all men everywhere, Merry Christmas. And we really don't need any ho-ho-ho from Santa Claus. <laughs> we do need to point people to the truth, though, that uh, the day that Jesus was given to the world by uh, our Father, which art in heaven, he was given with an offer on earth peace goodwill toward men. Merry Christmas. 
I have lit the lamps of the Church Belfry Arch. Now you let me know you see they're on. Email me by going to our website, brainmassage.net. That's brainmassage.net. Find the Contact Us button and send me an email. You can leave a message for us on our Listener Response Hotline by dialing 1-805-314-2114. I look forward to hearing from you. Now this Sunday, our Christmas Eve service will begin at 9.30 where we'll provide a breakfast And then at 10 o'clock, we'll have a first service, we'll have a second service at 11, and then we'll have our evening service at 12 noon uh, to give everybody their their Christmas Eve at home with their families. So I hope you'll come by and and enjoy our breakfast together and then each of the services because they're all separate services. Or just pick one of them and come on by and uh, let's enjoy Christmas Eve together. God bless you, my dear friends. God bless America. God save America. And God save California. I'll see you in church. Merry Christmas, my friends. For anyone needing a last-minute gift for that special someone, Lighthouse Baptist Church is offering an outstanding discount on some of my most popular books. And if you order before the first, you can skip shipping. Just come by this Sunday if you want it in time for Christmas or any Sunday before the first and pick it up from our church bookstore. God's War, it's 500 pages, hardback, Smithsome. That means you won't break the spine of this book. It's top quality printing uh, with colored illustrations, a full index, and probably one of the most important books you'll read. It sells on Amazon and our bookstore for $22.95, and then you have to pay shipping. But you can get it for $11 if you order before the first, and you can pick it up this Sunday from the Lighthouse to have it in time for Christmas. And you can add Kingdom Power by Prayer and Fasting. By far my most popular title. It's a paperback, a small book, a short read, but an excellent read. It's $7.95 usually, but for Christmas, you can have it for $5. And then another very popular title, The New Cart Church. It's also a paperback, and this one usually sells for $16, but you can have it for $6. You can buy one or multiple copies of any one of these titles at these low prices. We have these in stock, and they're ready for pickup. So if you need to do some last-minute shopping and you want a great value, go to santamarialighthouse.org, find the bookstore, and order God's War and or Kingdom Power and or New Cart Church. And order as many as you want at these low prices. The offer will expire January 1st. So go to our website, santamarialighthouse.org. Go to the bookstore, find these books, add them to your cart, and at checkout, use the coupon, ready? Here it is, Christ is King. All one word and all caps. Christ is King. Apply the coupon to receive the discount. Now this discount is available only to those who are able to come to the church bookstore to pick up their books. So when we get your order, we'll set aside your books at the bookstore, ready for you when you come by. And we hope to see you this Sunday between 9 and 1 p.m.